Miss Pin, <laughs> Miss Pin says, can you also talk about the forest people, the Sasquatch, who they are, what kind of powers they have? Uh, this was great Q&A. Thank you. Um, I don't know a whole lot about the Sasquatch. I will say they do exist. I will also say that in my work in the lab with Dr. Levengood, I was introduced to a professor at one of the major universities who was studying Sasquatch and had developed a bit of understanding of where they lived, and they're everywhere, but they stay out of sight, who had done some work and some research around Sasquatch. There, there's uh, different, uh, let me say it this way, not all Sasquatch are the same. They have extraordinary powers in terms of telepathy and communication. And they have ways of communicating. I'll just, I think I shared this story once before, but I'll share it again. Um, he had, I think he had inherited some acreage over across the state, Michigan. And he went to visit his land one day. And there was a little two-track that drove into the property, and he noticed there was a log that had, or a small tree um, that had fallen across this two-track, so he got out and he moved it, and he drove in. And he uh, spent a little bit of time, he was walking around, etc. When he went to leave a few hours later, the tree was back over the drive, the two-track again. And he was like, well, how did that get there? So he moved it again and he left and he came back another day. I don't know how much time elapsed. And he um, drove to the property and on the two track, there's this thing across the, the drive coming in. There's a sapling across it. Um, and the way that it was positioned just struck him as odd. He said it, he didn't know what it was about the way it was positioned. It just struck him that it was deliberately placed. And the fact that it was back in, across the drive again was it's like, hmm. So he gets out and he moves it and he drives into the property and he's there for a while. And, and he said, um, I forget the whole story now. He, he ended up. Um, he had to go to the bathroom. So he stops and pees on his way out, on his way back to the car. And he said when he did that, um, I forget what happened, if he heard a sound or something of that sort. Um, and he heard big trees cracking and he was like, who's here? Somebody's here. So it, he finishes and leaves and has to move the tree the sapling from behind you know so he can get out of out of the property again um the i think following that he began to suspect that something or someone was living on the property that 
he wanted to um, figure out who that was. So he goes back, he's on another visit, and he deliberately positions a tree branch that had fallen uh, in some way that it was, his thought was, I'm going to position this here in this spot, and, I, and I'm going to note, you know, what's around it and see if something moves it. And sure enough, when he came back, um, his next visit, it was moved. And so he put it back. And when he came back the next time, it was moved. So then he moved it to a different position. And long story short, he ended up writing a small book about this, um, about his telepathic communications with these beings. He realized that these were Sasquatch. Um, when you talk to him now, um, I said to him, well, how is it they can stay out of sight? And he said, did you know that 40% of the land mass on planet Earth has never seen a human footprint? And I was surprised at that. And he said most of them live there in, in those places where humans don't go. And others just make it their business. They communicate with the positioning of, of large branches that they either break off or that have fallen off in a windstorm. And they position those in specific patterns to communicate something to their fellows. Uh, they will help if there's um, if there's a an accident or if there, somebody needs help. They will often help. Um, somebody's lost. A child is lost. Sometimes they will lead that child to safety, and then the child says, "Well, somebody with a lot of fur <laughs> or a lot of hair um, helped me." And and of course, the adults think the child is imagining something, but. Um, I think that they do exist. I mean, I know that they do. Um, I, I, one day, this is probably 2014 here on the farm. I was headed out to feed the cows and I see these footsteps these, in the snow. It was winter. Um, and I'll bet you they were, I'm going to say, 10 feet apart, you know, each step, I was just really blown away. I don't know if whatever it was was running and had a really long stride, but I looked at that and thought, hmm, somebody's been here. And, um, and that was really quite a surprise for me. Um, one of the nights we had a woman who was um living in one of the rooms up in the uh, north side of the building and she had it was summer and she had her window and door open she was reading i think or doing something very quiet on the sofa um and the sliding glass door wall was open and she said i heard a sound that i could not she said her hair stood up. She said it wasn't 
an animal sound. It didn't sound like anything human. She said, I don't know what it was. And, uh, and she, you know, she wondered if we had Sasquatch around. Later, the next winter was when I saw the, foot, the, the footsteps that were like, I don't know, 10, 14 feet apart. Um, and thought, hmm, okay. Uh, and I sent a message saying, hello, um, please do no harm. I will not harm you. I'm more curious than anything. I hope you'll be safe. And I left it at that. But nothing ever came of that. So just be aware that there are beings here that have been here for a very long time. They're incredibly telepathic. They're very resilient. Um, we have not even begun to discover all of the beings here on our own planet, let alone try to get anywhere else and meet people from elsewhere. Um, okay, Miss Pin, that's it. <laughs> <laughs>